Pizza, origin, Italy, but truly an American dish. It's the only thing all Americans can agree is delicious. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. And whatever other religious term you could use. Inshallah. In the words of fictional character Michael Scott, everyone loves pizza. White people love pizza. Black people love pizza. Do black people love pizza? <laughs> and now I sit here with you, Danny. Yes, I am. On the premiere episode of the Real Recipe podcast. And I ask you one thing. Favorite pizza topping and where you're getting it from. Mm. I'm kind of I'm kind of a no topping guy. I'm like a Sicilian slice guy. But if there was to be a topping, buffalo chicken hits from Tony's. Like I, I can't really do pizza, but like I'm willing to fuck up my stomach any day over Tony's like pizza. Tony's from Farmingdale, New Jersey. Used to work there, so I'm a little bit kind of over <laughs> the buffalo chicken to be honest, and every topping there. But uh, it's pretty good. What's your opinion on uh, Pizza Hut? Um, I like Domino's better, but honestly, I haven't had Pizza Hut in like nine years, so. Well, our real recipe for the day is... It's like a care package. I got the, uh, the big dinner box, which is uh, five breadsticks, um, choice of chicken, boneless chicken, and uh, two pizzas, uh, bacon, and I chose two one-topping pizzas. Uh, I chose pepperoni and bacon. One of the movies that we are talking about is Iron Claw. It's about the wrestling, pro wrestling family, the Von Erichs. Mm -hmm. And um, as I was doing some research for the episode, I found this pizza ad that they did for uh, this p chain pizza place called Pizza Inn. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, I can't, couldn't get Pizza Inn for us uh, <laughs> because uh, the closest one is in Virginia. Oh, that's uh, fine. So, um, What's that, eight hours? Yeah, couldn't make the eight-hour trip. Um, honestly, the pizza was pretty far enough. Uh, I had to go to Jackson to get this pizza hut because there's no pizza huts around here. That's closer to, to me than it is to you, I feel. Uh, probably should have asked you to pick it up and you yeah, I, I want to have mine. Next time, next time. Uh, sorry, I'm looking up the app. No, you're Bear good. with me. And I also brought along with us, it's kind of like a comic book. So Katie, my girlfriend, got me because we saw the movie together. And before we go deep into the movie, all I will say is in the beginning, when I saw I I didn't respect Zac Efron's like career, really. Uh -huh. Like, not going to lie, except for like the greatest beer on ever. What? Oh, okay. I heard about that one. Yeah. Um, so no neighbors. No... I saw neighbors when I was a kid in the theaters. Well, um, like a teenager or whatever. High School Musical is probably what he's best known for. I, I honestly, I do love High School Musical, but I, I never took him seriously. In the in the beginning of the yeah. movie, I was like, "Is he a little slow?" <laughs> like, you know. Um, he and, actually... and then at the end, I was like, "He has to win everything." Did like, he... this is the Von Erich Pizza Inn commercial. This is so eighties. That is super low price. It's three twenty nine for a salad, pasta, and two slices. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, should have put that in the movie. Maybe it was a deleted scene. That would be funny. Um. 
Yeah, so this is why we're eating pizza because Pizza Inn is actually uh, got um, bought out, bought out by Pizza Hut. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. So in a way, yeah. Do it. Let's just commentate on what Danny is uh, doing here. He's he went for the the pepperoni slice. Uh, he also grabbed the uh, the side. Yeah, sorry, it, it is a little bit nah, cold. Okay. I don't know why here's I some that. here's some marinara sauce. You can pretend that this is pizza in. <laughs> if you notice the glasses, I try to replicate the glasses that you would get at a Pizza Hut, <laughs> like one of those cheap, you know, rigid glasses. But honestly, in Pizza Hut, they probably would give you the yeah. In Pizza Hut, they probably would give you the uh, anti, or the the hard plastic, not the glass, not not even the glass. You know what? You know what I miss. You know what I'm talking like, about. You know what I miss from pizza places? It's yeah. the uh, the red cups. You know those red hard cups I'm talking about. No, not that ones. The uh, the jazz cups. What jazz? The, the 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 white like kind of thick paper cups, but the design on the side was called. Oh, jazz. those used to be in um, Inkwell all the time. R.I.P. Yeah. R.I.P. Inkwell. R.I.P. Even Bruce Springsteen was upset about that. Oh, here we go. I'm pouring it like a Guinness. Scrumptious. All right. Late 2023 release from A24. Stars Zac Efron, Jeremy Allen White, and Harriet Dickinson as the Von Erich brothers. It's a tragic tale. This will be a spoiler uh, review, so if you haven't seen it, go see it. I think it's still in theaters. It's still in our local theater, but uh, it might be still playing it around you. But uh, I think it's also I think it's also uh, still playing in Mammoth, maybe. Mm. Rip, R.I.P. Mammoth Mall. It's still there. Oh, they, they're, they're they're shutting down like half of it for apartments, yeah. which makes no sense whatsoever. <laughs> I don't know yeah. how that's gonna work. I mean, there's like it is a dead mall. It is a pretty dead. Yeah. Mall. Are you a pro wrestling fan? When I was a kid. And I'm not even joking. Uh, I stopped liking it, I want to say, when I was in the fifth grade. Okay. So 2011 or so. But I was so into it that I have, like, the Jeff Hardy story on DVD. I have the, uh, what's the one guy, John Morrison? Do you remember him? He, like, made his whole appearance like Jim Morrison from The Doors. My mom would let me stay up and she would watch Raw with me on Monday nights. And she'd be like, yeah, like, let's watch it together and we would watch it and like i would try to stay awake but i think it ended at like 10 some nights and like i was just so beat all day that i was just like man because i would also try some of the moves on the table in my living room <laughs> who so uh who's your favorite out of all at any point any point yeah, any wwf point. wwe yeah mm. That's a hard question. Pro, yeah. I would have to give. I would have to say Undertaker though. Like really? he, he's the one person who I believed for the longest time. Like he was really like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, I hated he that never Brock Lesnar. Well, I hated that Brock Lesnar broke his streak. I thought that was stupid. Oh man, that's he kind of been when my love of wrestling kind of died a little bit. Like yeah. I kind of just like the mystique of it all. It felt too real. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? It felt a little bit too real for him to like. Because he got a concussion in that match, so the match really wasn't that good. Uh, this I'm talking about the WrestleMania 30 match where he beat him 
he Undertaker. Yeah, he beat yeah. Undertaker's streak, Brock Lesnar. Yeah, but you probably won't be seeing too much of him anymore. Brock no, Lesner, definitely not. Uh, after what happened uh, with you know, Vince McMahon. Yeah, I heard about that. I heard yeah. about that from one of my coworkers when we were playing Fortnite. But he also wouldn't explain it to me. He's like, oh, that's why Triple H is the uh, head now. And I was like, why? And then he's like, uh, it's just stuff that came out. And I'm like, can you explain it? And he's like, nah. And I'm like, it, why are you being an asshole? <laughs> it's it's literally just like, he's just a piece of shit. Well, duh, yeah. Like, he's like not the greatest person. He's very abusive. And like, you just look at the history of the WWE and you just know that like, he can't be an all-around great guy. <laughs> oh, I never answered my favorite, though. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm going on a uh, Vince McMahon tangent. Sorry. Um, I want to say Rey Mysterio. I, I okay. Lo- I, loved, I respect that, yeah. I loved the Luchador thing, the 619. Royal Rumble, he always killed that. Well, I, I don't know if a lot of people know a lot about wrestling, but, like, you know, it's, it's an act, but also you got to... You gotta really follow it, and if you go and if you improvise, you have to call your sets on the spot, or else somebody can get really hurt. And he just seemed like a pro at that. Like he he was so cool, and it was weird though, cause I was tall for like my age, so like you would think I would choose like Edge or something like that, or mm-hmm. Batista, which they're my favorites. But yeah, I would say Rey Mysterio. I think he changed the game. As someone who shared the last name of Batista, um, I got a lot of. Hey, is your dad Batista? <laughs> uh, during probably this prime time when he was like world heavyweight champion and shit like that, like 2005 to like 2010. I'm not going to lie. Mm-hmm. The Pizza Hut's pretty good. Yeah? Yeah. All right. All right. Good. Phrase for mm. Pizza Hut. I think it's better than Domino's, to be honest with you. Again, haven't had Domino's in like four years. Domino's is a little cheaper, but. You know, if I shit my pants tomorrow, I'm going to be blaming you. Pizza Hut used to be the king. Of pizza chains, you know what I mean? For instance, like, I don't know if you remember, but it used to be a thing where families used to go out and eat Pizza Hut. (laughs) (laughs) When now we're eating it in my bedroom while we're doing podcasting. Back in my day, the family would drive listening to AM radio talk show and then sit down at Pizza Hut and get a 329 meal. Hell yeah. Meanwhile, now we podcast and eat eat Pizza Pizza Hut Hut. in a room. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we hit the salad bar those salad bars hit back in the day i've never had a salad from pizza hut because like by the time pizza huts were like dude you're gonna popular. get e coli if you if you get a salad what would it be pizza worse hut? a pizza a salad bar from pizza hut or a chuck e cheese <laughs> chuck e cheese dude well i mean this is the thing mm-hmm. like salad bar like everybody chooses their own remember ruby tuesdays used to have like a huge salad bar i don't remember the salad bar, but their, salad bar but their root beer was really good <laughs> That's another dead, uh, dying food chain. Ruby Tuesday, yeah. dude. I, I haven't seen one in forever. I think one in Brick There's a few. There's by a Best few. Buy. But there was used to be a one like not so far from here in Neptune. That's just R.I.P. And so it was a Pizza Hut that used to be on Nine. R.I.P. We mentioned it before. Yes, and um, Moon Motel. And what? Do you remember Moon Motel? Oh yes, the Moon Motel. Yes, that's I, it was I right went... next to it, right? Yeah. Was it not? It okay. kind of. Yeah. I didn't. I mean, I obviously never stayed there because I. Yeah, lived in Howell, but like I would always, me and my friends would always skate around there. <laughs> Is that the only hotel in like Howell? I don't, I don't remember it ever being open. I just remember it being abandoned. It was you more of a mean? motel, and like right. it was really sketchy around there. There was always like needles and shit around <laughs> there. But we would always. Why just would go anyone want to stay around? in Howell, New Jersey, anyway? There's no business. You have no business going there, really. Like, what uh, what movie theater do you 
frequent? Uh, well, there was the uh, the matinee. The matinee, okay. But I've never been there. Um, but the movie theater I usually go to because Katie's a Stubbs members. Oh, is Stubbs the member. Yeah, we go to Mammoth. Mammoth one hits. Yeah, because it has the IMAX and it has yeah. Adobe Cinema. Sometimes I go to that one. That's where I did the double the, what's it called? That's where I double fisted uh Barbie and Oppenheimer. Oh really? I you did. Op- tell me about that. We haven't seen each other since that whole phenomenon. So yeah, uh, we saw Oppenheimer first, which I thought was a good decision. Um. Uh, what's it called? I, I like the movie a lot. Every time I saw Josh Peck, I would laugh. Uh, <laughs> He's the one that detonates the bomb. I know. It's insane. Uh, wish Drake Campagna was there. You know about that? Drake Bell? Yeah, I know. He's, okay. like, he's like a Mex... He's like, um, he fled to Mexico <laughs> yeah. because he was like talking to an underage girl. <laughs> yeah. that. Uh, Barbie I loved a lot. Um can't i mean i haven't seen them since i saw the movie so i'm like wait I'm, thing. I'm sorry that um, one thing with the josh peck thing he looked like he was in that megan's treehouse when <laughs> he was detonating the bomb <laughs> it reminded me of that hey robert where's the detonator <laughs> there was a lot of like there was a lot of um florence like, Pugh just loves taking her tits out in movies that was a very awkward sex scene i'll tell you that Mid, like mid fuck just stop and pick up a book from the bookshelf. Yeah, like, I know that you're inside of me right now, but can you read this in Sanskrit? <laughs> like, that's a, yeah, what's, sure. what's that, that guy happened. with the knowledge? That knowledge guy? That was in, hey, here in my garage. A tie something. <laughs> that, that's a, that was validation for his point. Yeah, <laughs> no, he, he was a legend back in my day. <laughs> back so much of day. a legend, we forgot his name. whatever we remember the video it's more about the message than the name that's true you know i was thinking about the other day i was eating a hot dog and i was thinking about i was thinking about the snapchat hot dog and i was like no one's probably ever thought about the snapchat hot dog in a minute i go on like i look at my old like uh what's it called my memories sometimes and i'll go back to you see you see the guy little guy over there just chilling that hot dog I don't remember that. You know what? You definitely know what this is. I do know <laughs> what that is. Oh, God. So after the movie, I literally, we went to Boscov's and I bought so many sweatpants and like so many muscle tees because I'm like, yeah, I got to get jacked now. I'm sorry. The but, pizza uh, is not helping. No, nah, that's okay. <laughs> it bulk, bulking season. Yeah. So going like everybody, I felt like acted phenomenally i think zach efron should win everything there is to win whenever the awards unfortunately the um a24 fucked up the uh the The rollout of this movie so it'll be for 2024 then no it was for 24 23 but like Uh, it came out so late that a lot of the critics and like people who were voting on for the academy just didn't see the movie in time and didn't nominate it that's bullshit um because of the timing and uh we need yeah. to revolt. So that sucks. So he didn't get nominated for Best Actor. I also wasn't familiar with the uh, Von Erich mm-hmm. story. So going into it, I'm like, this is going to be great. Like, maybe it'll be a little comedy in there. And they're, like, all going to compete. It'll be yeah. like a Rocky thing where they all, like, try to be the world champion. And then you get to it at, to the end where, where his children are like, we'll be your brother's dad. And 
as a grown man, I was sobbing. I used to have three brothers. Yeah. Now I'm not even a brother anymore. Also, the the end when uh, Jeremy Allen White's character Carrie Von Eric is uh, on the boat and he puts the coin down when like they all like hug and all that stuff. I was like, I, I was I was crying like for most for like the, the whole second half of the movie, and I'm like, no, it's this so, isn't supposed to happen. This is moment. great. No, it's such a good moment. But I also don't have brothers, and neither you don't have. A I don't brother, have right? brothers too, yeah. but like, it well, made, I have step brothers. It made me want to have a brother. It made me feel like that was like it's a valuable experience to have. One. Well, I have step brothers now, but I never grew up with them. You know exactly. You never. It's different. It's totally different. I think it portrays the like the tragic the tragedy of the business honestly like a lot of these people who enter the business end up dead very young owen hart luke harper owen hart was such a tragedy too because ray wyatt recent example um like i remember my mom telling me about owen hart when i was a kid mm -hmm. and how um it wasn't anything like drugs suicide heart attack it was just a a failure in like the mechanics of the rope yeah like that's really fucking tragic mm-hmm. and he also wasn't he no one knew it was him because he was under an, a different alter ego right until like well yeah he had he had a, a different gimmick at the time it was like uh, a different thing but um they probably didn't know it was him when he fell yeah yeah crazy story there and just that's just three i just mentioned out of like andre the dozens. giants i think it, may, it was the perfect wrestling movie because you didn't need to know what wrestling is to really yeah. To really get into it, and the wrestling scenes really capture the, what what it how why is it why is it exciting to, to why is it exciting exciting to see, uh, these people in the ring. I love the promos. I know, it's hard to replicate Ric Flair, but I thought the guy did an all right job. Yeah. You know I also I mean? thought it was hilarious that after he did the Iron Claw and got disqualified, they were like, "What the fuck are you doing?" <laughs> and all that stuff. And um, Ric Flair comes in and he's well, like. Anyway. And he's like, you got a rematch. I like how you roll. And he's like, where can I get fucked up around here? Yeah, Ric Flair is a wild dude. Yeah, it's just, I don't know. I really loved, I really loved what it, it represented. And like, I just think it's like a perfect example of what wrestling can do cinematically, honestly. And I, I want a wrestling TV show. I would love something like a prestige wrestling TV show about like group of wrestlers. I know there's Glow. I want to check that out. That's that's the Netflix show about a women's wrestling thing. I'm trying to think of like a favorite scene. I mean, Carrie brings that random girl home, <laughs> and he's like, "Shoot the fucking gun!" <laughs> yeah. Well, he was clearly like roided up at the time, and like yeah, like, like not just that. He was also like going a little like having some psychosis there too. Yeah, I mean, wrestling with one one leg is crazy. Yeah. Well, in real life, people didn't know until after yeah. after his death. Well, he wasn't even the Von Eric name was so like tarnished by the time he was wrestling with one leg. He wasn't even named Carrie Von Eric. It was he was the Texas Tornado. I know um, that. Uh, um, what's the dad's name? Fritz. Yeah. Yeah, Fritz Von Eric. He purposely made his last name Von Eric for wrestling. So that, it was post World War Two. Yeah, so he, he was wants a good to seem heel. like. Yeah, like scary and like yeah. Oh, the scary German heel. Uh, <laughs> it's true. He played a played a heel in wrestling is like the bad guy for people who don't know. Yeah, I mean you should look up the terminology. I think wrestling is such a, it's like a language. You know, you kind of yeah. have to understand what's going on to really appreciate it's it. It's like skateboarding in a way. Like uh, like 
naming tricks or spots or just like different like objects you know like a euro step or like a or like a tray flip like you know it it's stuff like that applies everywhere i feel which is cool because like even if you're not a wrestling fan the movie shot so well it tells the story so well it makes you engrossed in the story and it doesn't it's not all about wrestling it's not just like every other scene is like a match like all the matches that are shot it's like it's beautifully done and all that stuff and it serves a purpose to the movie but a lot of i feel like a lot of people can relate to it if they have their own little niches or their own little hobbies where it's like oh there's people who like dedicate their lives to a specific thing and like you know what i'm getting at like yeah a passion yeah have you seen the wrestler no i want to see that now i uh yeah i want to see it as well i i've only seen two scenes from the movie the ending which he's about to like do a move or something like that and i think in the whole like you know i'm pretty sure like if he does the move he might like be dead or something like that i forget how it goes and the scene where he's doing steroids well yeah i mean the story the the movie is this tale of just a classic tale of like a wrestler who just won't quit i mean i don't know if you've seen rick flair but you wrestled in 2022 oh i know uh yeah (laughs) <laughs> so like it's, 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 some, <laughs> some of these people just like they can't let go they can't let go of what they love doing honestly yeah. it's crazy um it's like a rick drug. flair is 70 something years old yeah. um and sting he's still alive rick flair yeah i didn't know that <laughs> yeah. and uh what's it called even sting if you know who sting is yeah he's still wrestling uh, i think he's like 60 in the mid 60s right jesus. now. jesus um yeah and he's still crashing through tables and it's it's nuts. Well, it was, um, it was weird for me to like find out years later that a lot of like wrestlers were in their like um like in their thirties and yeah. all that stuff. They're, yeah, it's an older type of thing. I, Keep this in mind because I've yeah. been watching a lot of soccer, football for our international fans. Yeah, uh, I've been watching a lot of soccer recently, and the average age they retire is like I want to say thirty six. Mm. Like you know, like defenders. 38 or something like there's a defender on chelsea right now 39 that's a wrestler's prime 36 typically. yeah yeah which is crazy to think like to think about like other sports or like how like basketball 38 or something like that unless you're lebron 38 is like 60. super well yeah that's the that's the retired age you watch basketball a little bit a little how do you bit. feel about lebron you think he's the goat N- no it's jordan yeah but like i think i think the um I think it's. A I think the debate, debate is a little bit like stupid because like different generations, you know, yeah. different defining things. So it's like saying comparing, uh, I don't know, Mayweather to Tyson. In my yeah, opinion. that's true. It's it's different. I have a new rating system. You ready? Okay. On the bottom tier, we have cat shit. All right. The worst. And then uh, second tier up from that is meatloaf. Uh, third is a good cooked burger, casual burger. Um, all right, let's just say cheeseburger. That's okay, good. that's appealing. Yeah. Cheeseburger, American cheese. Yeah, cool. Um, think the menu, <laughs> <laughs> and then we have low end steak and high end steak. The high end steak is the highest rating. Yeah, I, I guess I'll be like more a specific. Nice filet mignon. Yeah, and then the others like a uh, what's it called? Not chunk. Uh, yeah. like a skirt steak. Like a, a, a longhorn steak. Yeah, like a cowboy type yeah. steak, and then the others like Michelin star restaurant. <laughs> You I don't. I don't like calling it low end, high end because that makes it like the the word low makes it seem like the movie's okay. low. But let let's go like a 
Yeah. We can change the steak name. I got it. You know more about steaks than I do, honestly. So I'm but... thinking like a like the top should be filet mignon. Okay, filet mignon. I dropped the yeah, favorite top. Filet mignon. And then the other could be like a like I don't know. It could be like um like a cowboy steak, like a T bone. T bone, okay. Yeah, like a T bone steak. Um and they should eventually maybe the two steaks will change, but I'm gonna go with the fourth tier T bone um the lower stick the uh cowboy stick only yeah. because i only saw the movie once yeah i would love to again like i i actually like loved the movie so much um but you know only saw it once didn't yeah. wasn't able to fully pick up on everything well i didn't use the bathroom during the movie but like because then you could like miss anything yeah but like uh yeah no just uh uh yeah if i see it again though i guarantee you it'll probably be in filet mignon i um uh, i'm giving it a t-bone i've seen it twice um and uh, i think it, it worked better the the second time around to be honest um maybe because i i knew the story going in yeah and i had my expectations and i was kind of thrown off when they were uh they forgot a brother uh in the in the yeah the i movie. found out about that after the movie uh yeah so I was kind of thrown off about that, and they switched, you know, a little bit of the story details. But when, once I got over that and like realized, hey, not everyone knows the story. You gotta introduce this story in a digestible, digestible way so everyone understands it, and you get the you essentially get the heart of what what the movie understands. I mean, the movie is, and um, I think it worked out pretty well. So I'm giving it a T bone. Um, yeah, I, I feel like it's one of those movies too. It's a classic drama, classic drama movie. You know what I mean? Well, like you know those movies where it's like, uh, like when you rewatch it and you hope for a different outcome, even though you know the outcome. A I, slow, I, a slow car crash. Um, yeah. I don't know if you've seen Killers of the Flower Moon. No, but this also reminded me of just like because that one's also sibling after sibling going down. Oh, I didn't um, know that part. I thought it was just like a a small town. Well, like, I, I'm oversimplifying it. Oh, yeah, it's a yeah. th three and a half hour movie. I was gonna say um, it's like The Irishman. Yeah, I highly recommend it. I know about the one scene um, where in, they're in the Masonic Lodge, and uh, he like hits uh, I think Leo or somebody with like a paddle. Oh yeah, he's yeah. in that Lynch room. I called it. It's like a David. Uh, the, it looked yeah. like a David Lynch. Well, it's like, a Masonic limitation. Lodge. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's true. Subscribe to the Real Historian YouTube channel. R E E L historian. That's it. Uh, but we can move on. I have a bunch of like topics we could talk about. Um, Ooh, can I talk about my job real quick? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, now, I don't have. I'm gonna send, or I'm not gonna send you something. I'm not gonna send you something. I don't have a video per se of a girl, an 89 year old woman driving into the front of my store. Where nobody was hurt. <laughs> okay. But if I was to, yeah, I wanna, I wanna see your live reaction <laughs> of it. So this is not my reaction. This is not your reaction to a video that I do not have. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, is that the I've song? Been dreaming about the West Coast. <laughs> was that the song that played on when? No, oh, that okay. that is not the song that played on, but <laughs> the 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 not video because I do not have it uh, was taken just like you know 
while the while the not speakers <laughs> were not playing music. I got you. So she was 89 years old. Guess nobody died. Uh-huh. A few injuries, um, but nothing too bad. Hopefully she lost her license. Guess how old? Guess who the passenger was in her car? It's probably like a, a a young kid, probably right. It was her caretaker. So why wasn't the caretaker driving? I, I know. I oh man. And uh, <laughs> I don't shouldn't be laughing, but like, come on. That ha- that that happened before I came in, and there was just a giant hole. Like I'm talking about a 15 foot by like 20 foot it, hole in the wall is, for like six hours. It's kind of amazing how no one got hurt. That looked really I know shocking. That's the only reason it's funny is because she she does not miss the people. She oh, yeah. in the not video that I do not have. That was okay. I'll show up on like Instagram one day. But yeah, long. oh definitely. Um also uh I'm trying to think of other things for my job. This one guy, we have a lot of people who drink at my job. Okay. Um any food related stories from ShopRite? He works in seafood. Okay. Uh what and, type of restaurant? What do you mean? What te- what seafood restaurant? No, he works in the seafood department. Oh. <laughs> okay uh well how's, how's the food there at, at, at best, uh, oh actually yeah. yeah um the, the chicken sandwiches okay they're uh good. yeah they're pretty good the breaded like chicken sandwiches um but like the only like i i can get food like kind of like made better because i could be like yeah. hey can you make me a fresh one instead of the ones that lay out on the tray yeah, yeah. um there's jerk chicken at the ShopRite in Belmar. My mom really used to good. get the uh, fried chicken from ShopRite. Yeah, that it's hit. really good. That hit. Yeah, I agree with that. I'll, I'll get that after work sometimes, but now we only do the eight the eight pieces, so I'll ask them, like, can you turn this into a four? Mm-hmm. And they'll be like, anything for you, sweetie. And I'm like, I love you so much. ShopRite break room. I don't know why, but, like, it was visible sometimes. I don't know what ShopRite I went to one time, but I saw the ShopRite break room, and it was, like, a little window hanger on top of the on top of the store there's a each shop right has its own different break room uh-huh. so there's the the saker shop rights have the one that's like on the bottom floor this is danny's shop right corner yeah by the way yeah so my shop right doesn't have this but most saker shop rights so like wall mm-hmm. uh 37 belmar they have a like on the bottom they have like their own kind of like area where you could eat, but other people can eat. And then upstairs, they have another break room. But I've never seen their one upstairs. Mine is basically you walk up the stairs, and there's the break room. And there's like six tables mm. <laughs> or like eight tables. Good fluorescent lighting, but the ambiance. Dude, it fucking <laughs> fucks my eyes up yeah, sometimes. Because the floor is white as well, right? Uh, Well, the floor where I work is kind of dirty. But it's still white you know it's <laughs> yeah it's more it's more of like an eggshell <laughs> which makes it worse i wish it was white yes um the there's have a you ever been to the uh, old bridge um shop right that one's old as fuck yeah because yeah, as soon as you uh are like uh because i would take 18 to get to uh parlin for mm-hmm. for this band that i was in practice and uh like almost as soon as you get off of there, like you go a few blocks and there's the old shop, right? And I remember looking at that and I'm like, that place looks like it's about to fall down. Have you ever seen The Mist? Oh, Stephen, Stephen King. King, yeah. That, that shop right always reminds me of that store. Yeah. I'm like, 
Oh, post-apocalyptic. It just reminds me of like, that movie. Uh, if, if I was in the apocalypse, I would probably go to that one. There's yeah. probably some unknown knowledge that's going on there. Like an well, HP. You, you wouldn't want to go into your home base shop, right, for apocalypse? I mean, I know where everything is. Yeah. So You do know the people, though, too. I know the people, advantage. but also people are bound to not drive their car into the <laughs> not front window. <laughs> I've been watching Riverdale. Isn't that like uh, like CW Twin Peaks? It's like the bad version of Twin Peaks. Kind of. Uh, well, Cole Sprouse Cole is Sprouse. in it. Yeah. Actually, this will be our Skeet edition Ulrich. of horror, horror section. This will be the edition of the horror section. I actually seen him in a recent movie. Ski Ulrich? No, uh, Cody. Uh, Cody. Cole uh, Sprouse? Cole Sprouse. Well, he's yeah. going to be in the uh, Valentine's Day movie. That's the one I was talking about. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Um, I went to this AMC like horror mystery. I didn't know what movie I was going to see. Uh, it turned out to be that movie. It was Lisa Frankenstein. Not a horror movie, really. More like a Tim Burton romance Like a Tim Burton movie. version of Heathers? Yeah, there was murder. Yeah, yeah. there was murder. Um, that was pretty good, but... Uh, more, more for a teen audience than, than like an actual like horror movie junkie like me. Um, yeah, I gotta get into some horror movies. Right behind you is all my horror movies and sci-fi. Ooh, I see the so, thing. You see the thing. There's Nightmare on Elm Street. You want to know Halloween? For the longest time, I thought The Shining was the best horror movie ever because I like got, the psychological. Got the on there. You know what I think is uh, you know what I think has topped it not. I still like The Shining better. Uh-huh. Alien. Amazing. I, yeah. I That's like, because it's like borderline. You I want to consider it, it a horror movie. You don't see it for but most a lot of, of the movie. A lot of people consider it a sci-fi, but I, I consider it more horror as well. I consider it both. I like um, the fusion. You know, like fusion the, of American and Italian from exactly. Pizza Hut. Only three twenty nine. Yeah. You can go to Germany and you can go get a Pizza Hut, you know? they Germany, they... uh invented fanta there and i heard it's really good if yeah. you go there it's uh well i mean the nazis like a Nazi created, created it. The fanta. Yeah. but i heard it's really good till this day <laughs> i hate orange soda i know that's a pot, uh, very controversial no nah, that's fair i don't really drink soda like this is the first time i've had a soda and don't months. you feel like a little kid eating the the, 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 the bread oh, i'm gonna grab a bacon pie. slice yeah, go probably. ahead go for it are you gonna grab another slice yeah, come I'm on grab another slice do you remember back in the day, Pizza Hut used to have this reading challenge thing where if you read a book at the library, you get a free pan pizza. I do not remember that. What? <laughs> yeah. Um, like, I don't know. Pizza Hut always used to have this program with, uh, I guess, public libraries and, and uh, whatnot. And um, if you got like your teacher or librarian to sign that, hey, you read a book you got a free pan pizza and that encouraged kids. I guess that encouraged parents to take them to pizza Hut and spend money. You know what I mean? Cause like, you're not just going to drive to pizza just to get a pan pizza. You're going to get something yourself. Yeah. Um, that's facts. <laughs> and it was a big thing. I remember we going back to like how pizza Hut used to be a how family thing. How long does the book have to be? I don't remember, but I remember reading something like Diary of a Wimpy Kid or like nah, shit like that, like, like Harry Potter. Do you know the Star Wars books that are like ten pages, <laughs> like the like, the comic book type ones? I, I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, did you like the book fair growing up? I did, but I would get random sports posters for teams I didn't even like, and Guinness Book of World uh, Records books. Yo, I, I have got the, the, I have the 2015 2000, Gamers Edition. I have right the here. 2010 Gamers Edition or 2009, I think. 
I think this is the last one I bought. Yeah, good memories, good memories. Mm, the bacon one's good. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah, the ambiance of uh, Pizza Hut was nice. The lamps, I don't know if you remember the tiled lamps in Pizza Hut. I never went in. Wait, you never dined at Pizza Hut? No. Oh, okay. Mm. Maybe that's not as nostalgic as I okay. thought it was. You got to keep this in mind. Uh-huh. Mm. My Nana. Mm-hmm. Is right off the boat from Sicily. Okay, that's probably a slap in the face to go to Pizza Hut anytime. Yeah. <laughs> when yeah, we never got Little Caesars or Domino's or Pizza Hut. I would have that at like sleepovers and like mm. birthday parties. We would always go and try to find really good pizza places, and then we would only get like a plain slice, or we would get like a Sicilian slice, you know. Um. But we would also get like chicken cutlets and we would get um, like breaded zucchini. Like it wouldn't just be about the pizza. Do you have a favorite New York place? No, because I've never had pizza in New York. Really? Yeah. Wow. My one friend, uh, my one friend who went to Pace, well, Dylan, who's also my bandmate, <laughs> um, I think he said on John Street there was this like $1 pizza thing. Yeah. Or maybe it was Canal. Are John and Canal close they, to each no, other? No, I'm not sure where um, that specific pizza place you're talking about is, but like there is like an abundance of one dollar, one fifty dollar, one fifty pizza places out there. Well, funny thing is too, he also can't have pizza. But if we like, like we went drinking in like June, because um, we were watching the Champions League final for mm -hmm. soccer, which is all the best European teams. And we got absolutely smashed. And me, him, and our bandmate Mark, we drunkenly walked down like five blocks down Bradley and got pizza at this random place, which neither of which me or Dylan could eat. But we were like, dude, fuck it. If I, we got to get grease in us. How did that uh, turn out at the, uh, afterwards? Honestly, not bad. Not bad? All right. Yeah. So it was worth it. Oh, definitely. Um, I need some. One other Pizza Hut thing I want to bring up. Um, back in the 90s, there was this thing called the Pizza Wars. Pizza Chain Wars. Um, this was between Little Caesars, Domino's, and Pizza Hut. Um, Little Caesars introduced... I named all three of them, too. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Little Caesars introduced uh, the Big Big Cheese, which is uh, two uh, pies with, um, I believe it was 20, 24 slices. I think it was like eight bucks. This was back in the 90s. This is not now. Um, I was going to say, yeah, <laughs> Bucks uh, is a steal, dude. Uh, I believe it was like almost like that. This motherfucker was thick. I looked at the commercials. I know the commercials don't always represent what the it looked like, but it looked very good. Um, and uh, so Pizza Hut, you know, decided, hey, we need to, we need our big own, big supersized signature pizza. Um, so they released the Bigfoot, which is a one foot wide, two foot long pizza. Um, it's pretty huge. Um, so I guess it would be that it would be this size, but the pizza, just the pizza. Yeah, you know that's a lot of pizza. That is a lot of pizza. <laughs> um, you think I'm, you I'm can fuck that yeah, up? I'm, I'm pointing at the meal. No, I probably wouldn't be able to. Oh, they marketed this thing heavily. Not this thing, but you know what I'm talking. Yeah, about. the big um, butt. <laughs> in uh, on July fourth, nineteen ninety three, they uh, hired a they leased a four million dollar blimp over uh manhattan and they crashed it um where did they crash it uh, in a building <laughs> yeah 
Uh, two people were injured. Yeah, a blimp crashed in New York City in 1993. <laughs> About. Because of the Pizza Hut War. Yeah. Um. <laughs> you know what else was going on yeah. in there? The like there was war going on in Somalia. Nineteen ninety three. I'm yeah. pretty sure, like the remnants. Jurassic World was. I mean, Jurassic World, Jurassic Park was the Chechen War. The war going on in the in the Balkan regions. The Did remnants. Did die the, this year? No, ninety four. Ninety four. Okay, so Nirvana's still strong. There are so many wars, like actual wars going on and proxy wars going on, that <laughs> that nobody talks about the pizza war in the <laughs> well, early nineties. This is very you know? true, and uh, it, we saw the effects of it. He, Right on the west side of Manhattan. <laughs> um, what building like, did it crash into? It, I think it was like a residential. But I'm uh, not sure. I saw videos. Dude, it, imagine. It looked scary. Imagine honestly. looking out your window and you see a pizza blimp. <laughs> Dude, I would think I was like tripping balls or something. Well, blimps are very dangerous. Um, yeah. I know like back in the 30s, they used to think like that's going to be the future of air travel. But And then the Hindenburg. And then the Hindenburg. I live right by there. Oh yeah, that's yeah. right. That's Lakers. Right. Yeah, in, I'm right out. I'm right outside of Lakers. So maybe the East Coast is not a good place for blimps to be. <laughs> no, it's not really a good place for anyone to be. But I'll never move. Yeah. out of I, it. I don't think I'll ever ride a blimp. Just doesn't seem safe. I would definitely not. Um, Indiana Jones. Well, um, what did Dominoes do? Oh, I forgot war? to mention the Dominoes. <laughs> yes. Oh, thank you, thank you. Um, Dominoes made a, a a one called the Dominator. Uh, I think it was called. It's like the Demonator. Yeah. <laughs> Another Drake and Josh reference. It was a just a giant pie. It wasn't like a square pie like the rest of them did. This was a, a circle pie. And that was a flaw because the drivers could not fit the pizza in the door, <laughs> the driver door, or any of the car doors. You so they could put only. the back seats you, down. You would have to. The only way to transport the pizza was in the trunk, which was a no no for delivery drivers to do back in the day. I guess. What about on top? Like a what, like a deer? No. What, or just put it in the front? What movie am I thinking about? Is it not Mr. Bean? But there's a movie where somebody straps all the pizza. Wait, no, I'm thinking of Spider Man, where he like, <laughs> uh, what's oh, it called? Spider Man Two. Cord. Yeah, yeah, where he bungee cords it. That's a great pizza moment. Maybe we should do uh, one day top ten pizza, pizza moments time. in uh, movies. Spider Man Two is the the best one out of the Tobey Maguire's. I agree. I agree. And as time goes on, the Andrew Garfield ones are arguably the best. <gasps> no way. No way. The okay. only, the only, no. No way. According to the comic, they're the best. Whatever. For, for nostalgic reason, reasons, it's the Sam Raimi ones. I think, I think. Joey Diaz is in Spider-Man too. Yeah, but <laughs> I think the amazing Spider-Man movies are just like, I don't know. They're so aggressively to like 2010s, like for you. But, I don't know if you remember that moment, but there's a moment where he's he's like scrambling his papers, and and that song comes on for you, for you. Just a random scene of him like messing. I'm like, what is this? What is this movie? And then in the th in the first one, he's like skateboarding and like, yeah. and I forget what comes on, but it's super tacky. It sounds like um. What about the scene where he just goes over the railing and just hangs out there? It looks like, like an so old weird. navy. He looks like he's like it looks like he's a uh, Amber Crombie and yeah, Amber yeah. Crombie Spider Man or whatever. Um. It's just, this is an aesthetic thing for me. I just don't but think. But the comics, dude. There should have been a third. I don't believe he, Andrew R. Garfield is getting bullied by anyone. He, he is a pretty. He is a pretty man. That's what I mean. Like how we. I don't under. I don't believe that Un, he's like under the banner of heaven. He's really hot yeah. and. 
Him and Emma Stone do have chemistry. Um, we want to talk about more things. Yeah. Yes. So going into the movie, I had no clue what it was about. Did uh-huh. not watch any trailers. Katie over the phone read it to me. And, Did you know about the cast? Uh, I knew Rami Yusuf was in it. I knew Willem Dafoe, Mark Ruffalo, and Emma Stone were in it. Uh, that's all I knew. And that's kind of all you need to know. <laughs> like, I feel. All the yeah, other... The cast. Yeah, all the other cast is kind of like character actors that you see in, like, random things. But going... She read it to me, and I thought it was going to be about, like, going around the world and, like, uh, like an eat, pray, love type thing. <laughs> and then it starts off, and I'm like, this is like a racer head. Like, it, the, it reminded me of a racer head. It, it's kind of like... If a racer head was a porno, lot <laughs> lot of boobs in it. Yeah, there's a lot of fucking in it. Um, a lot. I was surprised. Um, the black and white kind of reminded me of Frankenstein. Obviously, the plot is very similar with the mad scientist and stuff yeah. like that. Uh, I thought his character was awesome. I love the bubble, the dude. Everybody character. laughed in the theater yeah. during the bubbles. And like they, they, he described it perfectly. He has like this cute little puppy dog face. Um, I just think he's. Um, He's a tragic character, but yeah, like, but he doesn't really show his emotions. He just just says it. He's like, "Oh my, perhaps my father. This is my." He kept bringing up his father and how he abused. He's like, "I'm a eunuch." Like <laughs> yeah, it's like this. It's just, I don't know. It's a really touching performance. Um, his most touching one since uh, I would say Florida, Florida Project. If you've seen that, no, we talked about it the one time though. Oh uh, yes, because I technically have seen it, but I was having a panic attack the entire time. Wait, don't watch that one then. No, I mean I will watch it. It wasn't because of the movie. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, no. Was... Um, yeah, I was about to say because that's a very calm, nice movie. I mean, it's not really like. But well, my a... friend put it on thinking it would calm me down, and I was like, dude, I can't pay attention to the plot. Oh, there's no plot. That's the thing. It's like a oh. slice of life type of thing. Um, and but he plays a really, really, really good, uh, nice guy in that movie too. Emma Stone. What do we say? He's a nice guy in Four Things. I'd, yeah, I, mean, I, would, I would say I would say on the the realm of like how Defoe to defriend, I would say he's more defriend than Defoe. <laughs> <laughs> he's not like a oh, what's that one movie where he has the teeth? Oh, uh, Wild at Heart. Yeah, yeah. Not, I, I would say yeah, Defoe. Wild at Heart is probably the the most Defoeiest, and the Green Goblin, of course. Yeah, but I feel bad for him in Green Goblin. You know how much he sacrificed? Yeah, I, I, <laughs> <laughs> that is true, but I wouldn't want to hang around with uh, Mr. Osborne anytime soon. Maybe maybe maybe, maybe, the maybe, gas, no, yeah. maybe the No Way Home version. He seems a little bit nicer there. That is true. They kind of uh, neutered him. For, uh, like in Poor Things, he's a eunuch. Oh, that's true. He says something about like... Uh, they branded my I balls or something. Like, I can't fuck... I thought they got the vibe of like the uh, medical quackery of the turn of the century very well, where it's like surgery in front of a bunch of people. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's how it. Ha- There's a surgery. I forget who was involved or something like that around the turn of the century that has a three hundred percent mortality rate because the guy who was getting operated on yeah. died during surgery. Uh huh. The surgeon cut himself, died of an infection afterwards, and then somebody in the crowd went into shock watching it all, had a heart attack, and died. It is the only surgery to 
to this day that has a 300 percent mortality what is this called this just pull up surgery 300 percent mortality rate have you seen the junior mint episode in uh seinfeld i can always bring up a seinfeld episode that can relate no a kramer drops a junior mint while someone's doing a surgery (laughs) and it drops in the person's body wasn't there also one about a watch like somebody left their watch inside of somebody no i remember it's probably the, the dark night when uh the joker puts a phone in someone's body yeah that was crazy <laughs> um i i think yorgos lanthimos is the director of this um he dedicated uh his uh his golden globe to bon jovi by the way really oh uh, yeah millie um, bobby brown is now not- millie bobby bon jovi is it bon- no wait bruce Springsteen. i'm sorry i got another oh. new jersey native i'm sorry i got them confused that's okay they get ice cream together all the time at the jersey freeze I think so. Yeah, Probably. that's what that's the photo they posted. Well, he he dedicated his Golden Globe that he won for uh, to Bruce Springsteen. Um, weirdly. I was listening to Bruce on the way here, actually. Um, well, he's in, he's here in spirit. We're not we're not so far from Freehold, so. Um, or Belmar. That's true. We're like one road up. Go on Belmar Ave. <laughs> um, maybe if Yorgos is a big fan, he probably has visited. Yeah, oh. we can hang out with him. Yeah. You can try guest next time. It's a... <laughs> yeah, Yorgos, you're you're invited. We'll uh, we'll have um, I don't know those crumpets that uh Bella had. Those looked delicious. Yeah, I, I don't know what they were called. I don't remember either because I'm not a fancy dessert type guy. Yeah, the ones that she was eating when they were in Portugal. Yeah, those yeah. those pastry things. I mean, if, not too much. Obviously, she threw up in front of that couple over there. Yeah, but she also, yeah, she ate a lot and was also, I I was kind of, I was thinking about this though, like before we even planned on like talking about this during the podcast, like I was thinking about the movie and I was like, the brain though, how does it grow so fast? Does that mean she's going to die? I don't really really think the logic. No, I don't think. Don't think about it in a logical sense. All right, that's fair. You'll have like these Spy Kids 2 animals walking around. Uh, it looked like Steve Buscemi's like miniature zoo, uh, Zoo Two, I think he called it in Spy Kids Two. Those weird animal mixtures. You remember those things? No. But I'm. You don't remember Steve Buscemi and Spy Kids Two? We talked about this. I only remember oh, Spy yeah, Kids Three. That's right. Well, in Spy Kids Two, Steve Buscemi has like these animals, this zoo animals, and, and like and, a duck cat. Something yeah, like, like a that. duck cat. Yeah. There's a pig. There's a flying pig. Um, there's a few other animals. There's a spider monkey. That's one of Junie's things that he fights with at the end. Spy Kids 2 is really good and underrated, I gotta say. Was Frankenstein German? Uh, it. I don't know, actually. It does sound German. Let's right? just say German uh, I know avant-garde. The original, I know the original movie was not made in Germany. It was oh, made okay. in Hollywood. So. Oh, it was? Yeah. Well, it was probably inspired by all the black and white German films. Yes, so. definitely. Highly yeah. inspired by like German expressionism. So I guess, yeah, you're right. It is German. and But like... What I liked about the movie is it was also a globe-trotting adventure, and yeah. uh, wasn't his uh, laboratory in uh, London or something like that? Yeah. Right? Um, yeah, it was London. I love the locations, though. All like the industrial Paris. things? Yeah, yeah. It's just... and the French Dispatch, kind of, like in Paris. Did you see... Have you seen this movie called Bella de Jour? No. It, it reminded me of that movie as well, um, that whole France scene. But this was really just like a... If you put it in lamest terms, it's a coming of age globe trotting adventure, and yeah. um, without the sex, this could have been a kids' movie, you know. Actually, yeah. So, but there was a lot of sex. 
Yeah, but so, I think that's what makes it unique. I have this thing you know I always I mean? say. Um, Florence Pugh, as we know, mm-hmm. the actress, I always make a joke that she just loves taking her tits out in movies. She's only gotten naked once. No. I uh don't worry, darling. Uh oh, th- I like to forget like, about that movie. <laughs> I I haven't seen it, but somebody told she's, me not she to does, watch she, it. she's not nude in that movie, by the way. No, no, she just has like a an eaten out scene with Harry Styles where he he, um, he eats him out, but like she still has a dress on and everything. Well, anyway, I like to think that she does that. So the whole time I was watching it, I was like, this is a Florence Pugh moment. <laughs> Even though there was a lot of sex scenes and nudity, I thought it was all tasteful in like a film well, it's sense. Not grute- it wasn't really sexy because it's just fucking, you know? Yeah. It wasn't really like. It was very animalistic. You know what I mean? It wasn't, yeah. like, it wasn't like sex. It was more like fucking. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it wasn't like supposed to be titillating. It wasn't supposed to sensual. It wasn't supposed to be sensual. It was also funny too, like yeah. before she I would tells say the, the room knock, sex- knock joke. Yeah. Yeah, I would say the room sex scenes are a lot more uncomfortable than this. Oh, uh, the one where he brings Even his kids he... in, and she's like, "Sometimes you gotta choke him." And then <laughs> no, I'm talking about the room Tommy Wiseau's room. Uh, <laughs> he's fucking her belly button. It has somehow less nudity and everything, but still more uncomfortable. You know what I mean? It's what just... the room's more uncomfortable? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, easily. Um, Stella. She had kind of like Tommy Wiseau hair. That Bella. is true. Who would With the uh long black hair? Who would Mark be? Mark Ruffalo. <laughs> Mark Ruffalo, I guess. Yeah. I did you like the cart title cards? Yeah. I thought they were. Really I like cool them a lot. I, it reminded me of something, uh, probably something from Wes Anderson. Uh, Wes Anderson, another thing too. But like it, this movie is truly unique. I haven't. Yeah. We compare it to other things, but like they're like loose connections. Our movie quote of the day is from Spy Kids Two: Island of Lost Dreams. Do you think that God stays in heaven because he too lives in fear of what he's created? <laughs> Why is it so deep? Oh my God, dude. Uh, Imagine no. being a kid and being like, oh, cool movie about spies. And then seeing the... the, the I, I'm not going to lie, that line, I never even... It just went not, over your head. <laughs> it would have made me existential did as not a child. Because this movie is filled with crazy... Sh- there's like... The stop motion skeletons. Um, there's like fucking a great fight scene in the beginning with like, like a, an amusement park and shit like that. Um, we gotta talk about the Spy Kids movies. I I I, I might be a child for saying this, but like I, I fucking love them. The, the the trilogy, not the yeah other two. But um, yeah. Um, not Armageddon. I've never <laughs> even heard about that. I knew there was a Spy Kids four and forty. That had the sniff, that had like a sniff uh, thing. Um, it was like uh, one of those like uh, pencils. <laughs> no, they had like a. It was like a, a sniff card, and they they had a label on the screen that says "scratch uh, part two. and you scratch part two and you smell it, and it, like someone farted on the screen, and it smells like farts on the card. That was that was that was four D. Um, <laughs> it was quite lame when it came out, but. I Yo, was... a- Avatar thinking that they made the best 3D movie of all time. <laughs> you got Spy, Spy Kids, Kids 4D. 4D. <laughs> Sniff this while he farts. Well, because like the third one was based on the 3D. That had that was the 3D gimmick. So what are you supposed to do? You're supposed to just say Spy Kids Spy Kids 4 without saying 4D. Yeah, no, you're supposed true. to go there. They didn't go there with the fifth one though. 
Uh, I can't really... Maybe they did. Maybe a meteor comes crashing into your room when you put it on. I don't know if they did, if, uh, if it's on Netflix. You know my beef with Netflix. Mm. The, the Gray Man rant. Do you remember that? Mm. They spent overspend money on, on shit that no one watches. Yeah, the Ryan Gosling. I.E. Spy Chris Kids Evans, 5. Yeah. When you can just simply license out the original Spy Kids and people will watch that. Yeah, easily. Um, Everybody will binge that. It's a part of everyone's childhood. And even if it people who've never seen it before, yeah. it has so much cult following that like people will watch it. Like, same way how people watch Home Alone every Christmas. Yeah. No one's watching Home Alone 4, 5, 6, or whatever the fuck. Home Alone 3 rocks, though. Home Alone yeah. 3 is Come a guilty on. pleasure because it, it is... I have it on VHS. It's so... Scarlett Johansson's first movie, or one of the... She was in that? She's the neighbor, I believe. Uh, uh, the younger neighbor. See, um, I, I cared more about the plot. <laughs> she's in it, in the movie. She's... In... Oh, I guess what you mean about the microchip uh, plot? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> with yeah. The, what was it? The Chinese? Because, <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, they went away with the dirty bandits or the wet bandits, right? They're not bandits anymore. They're, like, Well, it was, the, it was the wet bandits, and then it was the sticky, sticky bandits. bandits. And then it was, then there was, like, this group of three espion agents. The raccoon guy, where he gets sprayed in the eyes and looks like a raccoon. I may have to revisit that one for Christmas next year, because I haven't seen it well, in 10 years. Well, first off... We'll just call him Kevin because yeah. I forget his name. I think he had like a like a, a unisex name like Sam or. Jesse I never or understood like why didn't they just? I guess they didn't really care about like continuity back in the day. Why didn't they just have it be one of Kevin's neighbors or yeah. something like that, or like one of Kevin's, or have a what's his name from Succession be pull it? This is in hindsight. Roman. Roman. <laughs> his little brother is in Home Alone two, one and two. He's the kid who drinks the soda. The glasses. Yeah, no, I I know. Have him be the third one, the third one instead of Kevin. Actually, and then Brian Cox could have been the dad. Well, the dad is already cast. No. Oh, oh, that's true. Just no. change it. Just yeah. recast. Him. <laughs> yeah, recast Brian. him. Yeah. Now fuck off. <laughs>